and welcome to Eyewitness Beauty, the podcast where we talk about the biggest stories in the beauty industry each week. I'm Nick Axelrod Welk, joined by the ever lovely Miss Diamond Creekbaum. Hi. And this week we did, I would say, an episode that was a long time coming, maybe a long time since we started this pod, which was a collaboration with the OG Beauty News anchors of podcasting, Fat Mascara. So they were the first ever beauty podcast. Now, don't quote me on that. Breaking Beauty could also be, but they were definitely, yes. I mean, as they tell us in the episode, they, and I can picture this because they were both magazine editors when they started um, the podcast, but... Like, I can only imagine that they were, like, in some shoe closet at the magazine recording this, and everyone was like, what's a podcast, and will that matter, and who cares? And to be fair, Breaking Beauty, they're Canadian, so first so American first beauty. American beauty news podcast. Fat Mascara, who, of course, which is hosted by Jennifer Sullivan and Jess Matlin, they started out as beauty editors, much like we did. Jessica Matlin is now head of beauty at Moda Operandi, and Jen Sullivan is a columnist and contributor at The Cut. And these two really know what they're talking about and kept us on our toes. They, I think, perhaps are a little bit more in the day-to-day weeds of the beauty industry than we are, apparently. (laughs) Yes, we use the word news very loosely around these parts. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> I think they might read and digest the articles like well in advance of when they were. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And they I think know It was really they, impressive. Yeah, they I think they know they're the they're the types that know who the perfumer was behind which Tom Ford private blend fragrance. Do you know what I mean? They probably they probably know the perfumer himself. They probably went to drinks with them last night. They pro- yeah. They're probably texting right now about us. <laughs> Literally, like those two <laughs> fucking idiots. Those two bozos. <laughs> Don't so, say Moda Operandi around me because that going that sorting my new on Moda Operandi is like takes up like my phone instead of saying you your screen time this week was this. It's like your screen time on Motor operandi was 12 hours. It's so funny because week. I've never bought a single thing. You think I have? You've never bought, I mean, but if you're always talking about <laughs> motor operandi this, motor operandi that. Oh, it, this, it's window shopping. Window, I, I can't afford a $12,000 like Oscar de la Renta dress. Mm, Hot off true. the runway. Also, most of their stuff you have to pre order. Right, 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 right. Because it truly is like it's like made to order from the runway. Anyway, sorry. The thing I'll say, I'll say about Moda Brandi is that the devil works hard, but Lauren Santo Domingo. Lauren works Santo harder. Domingo works harder. That's why she needs somebody else to shampoo and blow dry her hair. Ugh, I can't believe icon. all the hate she got for that. Icon. That's how women used to do it. That's a real woman there, and Jess <laughs> and Jen, and Jess and Jen. Well, thank we thank them deeply and with our whole hearts for having us uh, collaborate. We said we were going to do this again in one year from now so that we might be able Mm -hmm. to see whether some of the predictions that 
I'd say we, but mostly I made about certain celebrity brands closing. I have an image. <laughs> We're recording this the day after we recorded with Fat Mascara, and I'm just going to show um, Annie what. Oh no! Is. And it, basically, an exploded thing of big lip by pleasing for Harry Styles because, as I, uh, you know, what? I'm not going to give it away, but let's just say, let's just say the repurchase rate on big lip is negative. <laughs> literally (laughs) negative zero is there anything else we want to touch on before we go to the before we go to our crossover app oh yeah so we have a little bit of the crossover app for you guys um they'll be playing it on their podcast we'll be playing it on our podcast and then the idea is you find an affinity for these guests and then you go and listen to their podcast every week and then their guests are going to come over here and listen to ours so it's about audience like get involved i feel like nick i mean you weren't here last week so i do have all these important notes that we were supposed to discuss oh my gosh i mean we could do you have the prep call sheet in front of you yeah let me answer that no (laughs) i thought you would want to talk about um sturm i mean Here's okay. So Barbara Sturm was sold to Puj, the same Spanish beauty conglomerate that owns Byredo now. And I can't say that I was like, congrats to Barbara and the whole team. You know, like there's something about that brand, Wait, whether it's the ties. How much? $400 million. $400 million. This is actually my intel. I don't think this is public oh. information. I think. <laughs> I thought you linked me to an article. Or you were just you were just giving I don't me the know. really good. I don't know. Goss. I think it. You need to do it. You need to do a trigger like or not trigger warning, but like some sort of disclaimer. Like do this whole. What this do you whole... do when you send influencer stuff? Embargo. <laughs> Embargo, <laughs> yeah. bitch. <laughs> yes, um, but like. I don't know. Maybe it's the ties to Russian oligarchs. Alleged ties to Russian oligarchs. Maybe it's George. What's the, the tan guy's name? Uh, we can't get. We can, I can't. We go. always forget Hamilton. It's George Hamilton. Uh, and maybe it's the fact that I've never liked a Barbara Stone product that just sort of doesn't really excite me about the brand. But you know what? <clears throat> Talk about the devil working hard. Or, he wait, is at every. What, and what about the misogynistic lawyer? That's what I mean. Adam Waldman, her hu- ex-husband yeah. or husband, the one who's the CEO. Or oh, you already CEO. mentioned that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out to Brennan Kilbane, who now writes for Airmail Look, who did an entire article on who is Barbara Sturm and the sort of mysteries surrounding her and didn't shout out me or the podcast. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't do this for external validation, and I certainly don't do it for cash. <laughs> Why do we do this? We do it for number one for our audience, which we love each and every one of your impressions and your clicks <laughs> and your click through rates. You guys are the cutest little click through rates. Uh oh, we're doing some ASMR on the line. What do we got, Annie? Hi. I'm getting a Fisherman's Friend Original Extra Strong Menthol Cough Syrup Suppressant Lozenges. I'm not sick, but I think it makes my it takes away the vocal fry. Oh, yeah. 
Have I told you the joke? What? <laughs> we had parent-teacher conferences for Evie a few weeks ago, and I, like, was trying to, like, warm, you know, break the ice, warm up the room. <laughs> 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 And I said something like, we're teaching her to speak in a baby voice, so it's easier for her to, like, get what she wants from men. And <laughs> it went over like a like a lead balloon. Really? Yeah. Ugh. It was not the time or the place for, like, Aren't a, kindergarten teachers supposed to be fun? Preschool. They don't have that reputation. I found a really, really funny Threads account to follow. Oh, here we go. It's called Los Feliz Daycare. And they tweeted yesterday. Please don't gloat at drop-off if you were nominated for an Oscar. Some of us were snubbed or have a snubbed friend. (laughs) (laughs) And we need time to collectively heal. (laughs) Oh, jeez. And then they have another one. When the Coachella lineup drops, there can be a lot of anxiety in the classroom and home. Please discuss potential overlaps, the pronunciation of <laughs> Kronkman, and contingency plans if artists prosperous fans fall through. Going to the Golden Globes is not an excuse is not an appropriate excuse for missing class tomorrow or coming late. Is this not funny? <laughs> no, it's they not got funny. me with that first one. They got me with that first one. But I also don't live in LA, so I feel like that. I feel like the type of person that like. You know how everybody followed those accounts, like just shit New Yorkers say or um, yeah. overheard New York? I feel like it was always people that didn't live in that city that were like, oh, <laughs> classic New York. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, I think I'm over meme account. Like, I haven't seen anything that's made me laugh in a really long time. Except for the Marina Abramovich talking about like how she didn't play with Barbies. We can roll a little. Can we talk about her skincare line? Oh, we are supposed to talk about her skincare line. I mean, everyone, it's my mother, who was a <clears throat> artist and an art history buff and a Marina Abramovich fan, was so excited that her interests and her son's interest, you know, collided in Marina, Marina Abramovich launching a skincare brand. What is it called? It's called Longevity Method. Now, yeah. the issue is that it doesn't seem to be easy to purchase it. Basically, she launched these skincare products with a woman named Nana Brenner. And you can buy the face lotion for <laughs> 199 British pounds or $252. You could also, I guess there's just a face lotion right now. Wait, so um, and then there, oh, then there are a bunch of different like tinctures. There's one called immune. There's one called anti-allergy. There's one called face lotion and one called energy. And they're all created in collaboration with someone, as I said, named Dr. Nona Brenner. And oh, you can pre you can pre-order. Ingredients for this miracle miracle potion include white bread and white wine. Here's my thing. For a fucking artist, the packaging is abysmal. <laughs> I mean, it's really horrible for an artist. It's horrible. It's so bad. And I've seen, you know who actually, my dream, and I think I was going to say, should I buy this? Because it's like having a piece of her art in a way, you know? Is that 
Stupid. No, it's that's stupid. a good point. You could put it under plexiglass and call it a Marina Abramovic. Call it or like put, it, a waste put of it in money. the closet, and your like grandkids can find it and be like, "Oh my god, this is worth like eighty six dollars on eBay right now." <laughs> I know, um, and it's expired. You know who had the the most incredible beauty packaging for a fine artist was James Terrell. He did a fragrance Lalique. with <laughs> Lalique, and the you bottles know, were so beautiful, and yeah. you couldn't get them. You couldn't buy them. You mean they sold out, or like it wasn't a real? It wasn't really. I don't famous. even know if they really. I think. I think they probably went to like collectors and stuff. I don't know that they like ever really sold them. Yeah, I never I saw tried. them. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other thing, before we get into our episode with fat mascara, do we have trigger warnings for it? Mm, maybe if you have an eating disorder and it triggers like, you, if you hear like any and myself, <laughs> sorry, we also, I'm like cringing right now because in my opinion, I had a few cringe moments. You know, when you meet someone for the first time and you're like, and then you leave the conversation, like, why did I say those things? Yeah. Like, I like I made like yeah. an eating disorder joke about myself. That's my icebreaker with the preschool teachers about telling Evie to speak in a baby voice. Exactly. Exactly. So oh, know your audience know. before you go full. Like, I, and and don't you know always put your foot in your mouth. I guess is that the rule of thumb. <laughs> have always have a pedicure because you're going to be putting your foot in your mouth. How about that? Bingo. And always. here we are. That mascara, Eyewitness Beauty, the crossover that was predestined for years. Enjoy. Okay, we all made it to the virtual studio. So I feel like we should all, like, introduce ourselves. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. I'm Annie. I'm Nick, and we're so excited um, to be here. You guys are the, like, godmother of podcasts. You guys are mother. Of Mo- beauty podcast, I'll take mother. Yeah, because you guys, you guys set the stage and created the genre, didn't you? Correct. I invented podcasting. <laughs> I'll pull in Al Gore over here. Uh, <laughs> that's so flattering. We, we, we would be nothing. We would be nothing Not without podcasting. Yeah. But when you started, though, you guys were both at magazines, right? Yeah, yeah. And did everyone think you were crazy? I mean, like, was everyone like, what is this? Like, you guys go and record something and people listen to it, but it's not radio? Like, yes. It was like, it's like the radio you can listen to anytime you want. I think (laughs) our first 50 guests, we kind of had to explain here's a podcast and here's how you. And they said, how do you watch it? Or how do you watch it? And when is it on? And. (laughs) I remember being like, remember the, go to your phone. There's a purple thing. There's a purple thing. That's a, oh yeah. Oh my God. That's what that is. Okay. Assistance. And now look, and now you can watch a podcast. Well, you can. Now you kind of, yeah. Now it's like kind of a, kind of you have to now. So you guys have video too. We're so excited to chat with you. This is, this is, yeah, this is, this is exciting. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's not go back to the past. Let's talk about right now, right here, right now with Nick and Annie. Of eyewitness beauty, your podcast is fun because you guys just kind of shoot the shoot the breeze. Yep, we don't prepare beforehand. I think is what you're trying to say in a very nice way. <laughs> you we prepare don't do a much, lot. I like that. Much research. <laughs> <laughs> it's we 
do minimal research. It's from the heart. It's from the heart. (laughs) Wait, so was everybody appalled by my outline I sent around then? (laughs) I was. Oh, no. Or your outline. It was painful. I would have had the worst anxiety right now going into this conversation if I didn't know exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. We don't know exactly. Where we start? Which page? Yeah. Roman numeral 1A. No. <laughs> Everybody. Well, please refer to the loose. footnotes. <laughs> I was trying to keep it loose. Keep it loose. But yeah, the concept here was that the four of us would get together, shoot the breeze, as Jess said, but also just offer like a little bit. I was calling them hot takes, but Jess is like, you're not into the word hot takes. But it's like a group chat with your favorite I hate friends. a hot take, and that could be my first hot take. I can't with the hot takes anymore. Okay. No more oh, takes. Wow. Like the concept or having an the, opinion? Both. Uh, no. <laughs> no, the concept. Like, I just, I feel like the cycle of, like, hot takes, it's, like, too much. It's too much. But I do like, I, I like where we're going with this. I think not having an opinion on something is okay. And I think that that's our 2024 goal is to just, like, be opinionless in, on a lot of things. You can be neutral. You don't have to have an opinion. It's fine. I'm going to have to walk back everything I prepared then. Like That's just okay. and, and the wheels are spinning in my head <laughs> that like I can't, I have to be totally neutral about Harry Styles, no. which I'm not prepared to do. No, because if you feel opinionated about Harry Styles, that's cool. But I feel like sometimes I open my phone and it's like, I didn't even know this thing was happening, but it's like, oh, we hate this. We love this. It's like everything is so like intense today right we now. wear bows really the girls have taken over sephora the mob wives are coming yeah like i don't have the energy for it it's like we're not even experiencing trends we're experiencing like the memification of something that may or may not be going on but we see it on the internet so it must be true yes it's the reaction to the thing that's the thing it's not the thing anymore 100 percent. speaking of which I'm, and on this outline, I'm the first hot take, so I'm going to take my liberty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I, I usurped your hot take. Sorry. <sighs> okay. And, and, and I say, speaking of which, because this, we'll get into it, but Pleasing by Harry Styles, his beauty brand, has gotten yeah. a lot of flack on TikTok because he's selling $130 fragrances, which doesn't mm-hmm. make sense for his audience. But yeah. what I want to talk about is Pleasing by Harry Styles' Big Lip to me symbolizes that the artist has left the building and that this <laughs> company is going to f- go belly up. It will disappear. It will be like it never existed. This will be... And where's Harry going to be during this? Is he's, He'll he's be so fine. Gone. He's like he, oh, he's, he's gone because here's why. And you guys are probably the only three people in the world that will understand and appreciate this. So Big Lip is his version of Lip Balm in this like silver bullet but it's kind of like an xl bullet um like you would buy like a shea butter you know stick in like the natural food store Mm -hmm. it has capsaicin in it so it's supposed to also plump hence the name big lip but here's why i think that everyone this is on autopilot it's a push-up a cork push-up okay meaning once you push it up how how do you you push it it? how do you get it down (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Say no more. <laughs> I have one of those. So in order lip, to get it down, I you have to go like this. Mush it into your lips to push. And it. look. And it's got capsaicin. So you just put a whole bunch of hot pepper on your face, Nick. Yes. So like this is not, this is not chapstick. This is not this pleasing. Is not, this is not pleasing. You're not pleased. 
This is crazy. Do, can we agree that this is absolutely insane for like a beauty product? No. Is Big Lip like a Harry song? Big Lip. I don't Big think lip. so. I've seen it with like an eco-friendly cardboardy thing because they can't do the swivel, you know, yeah. with a eco-friendly way to do a swivel. But that, in a luxury that's what brand I'm with that large yeah. of a bullet, I don't know. Annie, I feel like you know componentry. That's like... I don't know. What do you, oh, what thank you. you. I am a componentry nerd. I know. Um, I think I've seen um, like paper tubes with like a, I think a it does have a plastic core where you would screw yeah. it up. Um, but anyone who cares but, about beauty or cares about product wouldn't create a product that you couldn't retract like a, a huge, it's like an XL size lip balm stick that you can't retract. And the rest of his brand is not like sustainable it's not like positioned to be sustainable no. yeah so it, why did they make that decision do you think you have a sense. lab sample nick <laughs> i i I, I hope i hope <laughs> that it's a lab sample but here are my other data points okay right now if you go to the pleasing website they're selling something called ribbed r-i-b-b-e-d which is a collection of skims like basics that are ribbed like ribbed cotton basics there's no condom like, you mean like they're missing the condom? They're missing the in, wink. In, in, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right? It's called I mean, pleasing, like, and you're launching I feel a... like they could have a wink in the copy. I feel like they could do a campaign, like, for her pleasure. And, you know, they don't have to do an actual condom. Really? I will, however, I will say, not where's the condom, where's the marketing? Why is this the first time I'm hearing of a Harry Styles fragrance or a Harry Styles skims? Okay, well, guess what? It's, like, gender neutral slash you know, for everybody or whatever. And oh, it so says, they're not targeting me because I'm hyper No. <laughs> it oh. says, <laughs> layer lounge move in four signature hues that speak to our knowingly contrary point of view on essential color. I don't know what that <sighs> means. Ribbed has been designed for you to define how it's worn, where it's worn, and when it's worn. Available in sizes XS through 5XL. I love like no position branding. I love where it's like, we don't stand for anything. We have no point of view. Anyone Just can wear it. Anybody can wear it. <laughs> our customer base is literally everyone on earth. And you know what our point is. And you know everyone. what colors we like. Okay. By not targeting so anyone, we're targeting everyone. <laughs> okay. And so like everything else, like fashion wise, they've made up until this point is, has been like merch. It's like said pleasing on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so this is the first thing that doesn't. And it's just like a few things of like ribbed shirts and and like boy shorts and then like the kicker which i think is the part that's actually working against them like actively with the with the consumer is the candles and the fragrance the fragrance is 130 dollars like for the three different fragrances they just came out with which on tiktok like all the kids were like how can i afford this this is an insane amount of money mm -hmm. and the candles are eight ounces for 80 dollars and I just did a little bit of back of napkin research, so to speak, just to give us all... Cost of goods on candles like a, really high, though. It, fair, but it's the same fill as Lilabo. And Lilabo actually has 0.6 ounces more than the Pleasing Candle, and Lilabo is $84. So it's basically the same price... Like, you're positioning yourself as the same price as Lilabo candles? So, mm. Nick... How long yeah. are you giving it? Well, 12 months. <laughs> wow. I think it'll I fade. I think it'll fade. Answer, I think though. that this, I think that <laughs> unless you hit it, 
like yeah. as a huge global superstar, it's like all you know, Beyonce's done a bunch of different things in the beauty space. And yeah. they've all, you know, they've sort of that her fragrance, say noir or whatever, like, we're not really going to hear about that again. Can we be honest? Can we be honest amongst our, ourselves? It takes so much momentum. It takes so much focus to make a beauty brand work. I think the nail polish made sense for him. I thought stick with the nail polish. I actually it was a point of view. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Strong point of view. I think a fragrance, a sexy fragrance makes sense. All this other stuff we're talking about, I'm not so sure. It's a lack of so focus. Sure. Yeah, but I think people get excited. I think they get a big wide vision and they bring in a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know? And I have one teams. more, I have one more doomsday. Yeah, yeah. And I you guess. guys are maybe gonna eat me alive for this one. Mm. Haley Bieber. How come? Tell me more. Colon something because I just think that it'll. I don't think road. I think road will be another blip, really, on on the highway of brands. I don't think. I think that glazed donut got it. Yeah, got it. Under understood. Now where do we go? It's she's selling lip glosses that have like a tiny bit of color, but there's like what is the point of view of road beauty? And who, what am I going to that brand consistently for? Are we going to a hair gloss? What about a clear for? hair glaze? Maybe she's going to glaze our whole, you, everywhere on us. But, but do Nick, I, do you uh, think it's her? Do you think it's the moment? Do you think it's mm. anything to do with her? Do you think it's the kind of cyclical, like kind of, not cyclical, the kind of hot potato ADD kind yeah. of, you know, beauty moment? Like that nothing will really like exist for that long. To me, there there wasn't a creative point of view. Like, and I think that's where people like I think she was leveraging her cult status as this like beauty icon that you know Annie you were have been obsessed with her for a long time I feel like girls just there's something about her style and her like look and the way she would you know like she used social media really uh expertly in like leading up to the launch of road you know getting everyone in her you know closet for those interviews on YouTube but I just think I I don't know what I'm going to that brand for. I don't know what is cultish about it. I you know I'm, I, unless they and like they just launched icon. a cleanser. Yeah. Well, I mean, hard to defend because I don't I don't like any of her products, so it's hard to say. I mean, as you're talking, I'm like mulling this over in my mind. I think it is maybe the one influencer brand that truly does rely on its influencer to be hyper successful, and it's working. Mm-hmm. I think if you took Haley out of the equation, it wouldn't work because the products are not good. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried the I haven't tried the pineapple cleanser. I'm kind of sad it wasn't a pineapple flavored balm. I don't mind the lip um, balms. I gotta give Ron Robinson some love because I love Ron. They're her cosmetic chemist, so I gotta I gotta. Okay, so we yeah. have Ron. No, but they All did, right, and they did have an issue with their wax. I remember someone saying that like it balled up when it got cold from the squeezing of the tube. At, uh, one of the okay. new, one of the new components. I just didn't find it very senses. moisturizing. Yeah, it's not your it's not your jam. But it's, it's like is, is the idea yeah, that was, so those are my hot takes is that it's 12 months. Harry, you got 12 months. Guess what we're to doing talk. in 12 months, guys? We're going to be back with round 2 of this so that we can see if you were right, I think. Um Don't quote right. me on anything. No, we're going to quote you on all of it. That's why we're doing it. <laughs> Jess, you uh well, you sort of like give us a teaser on your hot take. Uh, I 
I want it. I want these brands to succeed. I want these brands to succeed. I want people to to keep their jobs and you know. Honestly, all of this comes thrive. from a place of love. I should have yeah, prefaced I that. Want them... Okay, well that's good, Nick. That's good. All right. So I mean, I kind of said yeah. I said one of my hot takes already. I kind of squeezed it in, not to cut you in line, Nick, but like, I just getting a little crazy with like yeah, everyone having an opinion on anything before like it's even come out. It's like let. You, I, Nick, I feel like you've given pleasing quite a bit of time, given wrote, yeah, wrote a bit of time before you've weighed in, and you have a great, um, certainly have a great background to give some commentary. I feel like no one's giving anyone a minute to like do anything before. It's like this sucks, canceled. You know, this is the worst product ever. You know, this like it, people it, on, people on social. Yeah, yeah, it's just and even the kinda... news cycle. I feel like what, our podcast yeah. is weekly, and I'm like, oh, so last week we can't talk about it. It's already over. And that feels sad to yeah. me because I want to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think more slowly than the internet, Jess. <laughs> I think. Well, I yeah, the, the the kind of way things have been sped up right now is like a little too much. What's so like that's... the most egregious example of that? Like, do you mean like people are reviewing products without even trying them, or? Um, it's a good. Well, okay, like the. This is not a great example, but it's an example. So when this is like such a headline story, but like the TikTok teens and tweens and all that already, that's kind of old news. Right. But when we had our intern Emma on, she was like, actually, this is like not that big of a problem. I don't actually think that that is she's the spokesperson for you mean teens using like uh, active skincare, right? You're talking yeah, about and like drug elephant. Like, yeah, but she she was like, this is not really like that much of a thing with me and my friends. She kind of called it, us out. She was like, you media are making it more of a thing yeah, than it is it was, amongst us. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. You know, so it was a little bit of a check of how superlative social podcasts, et cetera, are to put out content. And I'm not a content creator who's putting out two, three, four videos a day. I'm putting out, you know, one new show a week. I'm not, and I still have to like look for things that feel right for the show. I cannot imagine what it's like to look for four things to put out that are gaining track, to gain traction and engagement a day. So you're probably scraping and you're overreacting and you're putting out stuff that I don't actually think is healthy. So, or necessarily accurate. And people respond to it and they tell other people and I just think it's not good. So I think it's not good. Can I tell you the one, the moment when I stopped believing things I read? Tell me. Um, Right after college, um, I moved to New York. I lived in Brooklyn with my friend Tori um, and we lived in what is, I think, called Borum Hill, but it's mm-hmm. where the Barclay, it's sort of the neighborhood mm-hmm. immediately surrounding the Barclay Center. But this was, yeah. you know, 10 years before the Barclay Center. There was not even construction for the Barclay Center. And it was no man's land. Yeah. Like, it, there was nothing. There was one coffee store, like, catty corner to this building. And we'd go there every single day. And, like, they were open from, you know, 10 to 1 p.m. or something. And you'd have to, like, run mm-hmm. to it. And I remember while living there for a year, which was miserable because there was no place to eat. There was no place to meet for drinks, except if you went into Park Slope. Um, I remember New York Magazine came out and said the hot new neighborhood is Borum Hill. 
And the photo that ran with the story was of the cafe, the only (laughs) cafe in the neighborhood. And I was like, okay, this is how they do it. I was, you know what I mean? Like I, that is, you fake it until you make it. They will it into being. Yeah. Well, because uh, to your point, they have a magazine they have to fill every single week with some hot new neighborhood because they have a hot new neighborhood of the week column. And so even if it's just one coffee shop, all they need is a picture. That was my, that was the end for me. Yeah, do the same. That's a great example. That's the perfect example. So there you go. So anyway, I just, it's just, it's like that kind of context. Like when I see something, it's like, okay, well, this person, yeah, they, they need four or five things to talk about. And they've got to hit numbers. They've got to get advertisers. It's the same thing as like, yeah, the magazine. So anyway, it's just, it's a little crazy making. Um, all right. The other, am I doing a second hot take, Jen? Uh, right. No, I think we're, we're oh, going to switch to Annie. Let's yeah, let's hear Annie. Annie's. What do you got, Annie? Okay. Ooh, um, I, mine, this is not really in the beauty space, but I feel like it will quickly be in the beauty space. We'll take it. Yeah. And that is AI. Okay. And there's been a lot of, drama actually just in the past few days with brands using ai art in their Mm. collections there was a brand i don't i'm not a customer but it's a brand sulky are you guys familiar with this i think they do pajamas or like silk dresses it kind of looked like a like gen z hill house home type okay i could be getting that Mm -hmm. totally wrong okay is hill house the brand that does the nap dresses yes Yes. Yeah. yeah okay that's what it looked like so they did a collection of like printed fabrics and sweatshirts and things like that. And all of the graphics were generated using AI and people were in an, in the comments, you know, saying like, how can you, um, you know, be a founder of like a small independent brand yet not support artists and using AI. And when you could have hired someone to draw this and there's, you know, basically making up the brand's ideals in their own head and like <laughs> telling them they weren't following telling the brand it wasn't following that and i was and seeing the graphics the graphics were incredibly like redundant like they're basically like lisa like mid-journey lisa frank if that you know, <laughs> mid-journey yeah. like, lisa frank ouch like no i mean i think that that's probably what they typed in like photorealistic oh, yeah. lisa frank cat and the thing is it's like they're especially unfortunately these small influencer brands are ripping each other each other off ripping other brands off all the time like i realization power i love them to death but like every graphic they've ever done is like a prada rip off you know like um or every print they've ever made and so it's just if the if the ai isn't doing it then somebody's getting paid to be a a, a human's getting paid to be a jackass on the other side to rip somebody off and so <laughs> I don't think they're stealing jobs. I don't think AI is stealing jobs from anyone in that, in that case. And I've also, I've been curious about AI between for the podcast. We have no money for our podcast, right? So we're like, should we do merch? So I started playing around seeing if AI could make us some graphics for our merch. Absolutely not. AI can't speak English. Annie, it doesn't know. It doesn't know letters. I it does the exact same thing. Jess doesn't even know this, but like we were working on our website and I was like trying to get someone to use our new headshots. I went in my journey and I like fed it a bunch of words and I was trying to like get the Jess and Jen image I wanted for the homepage and I was like, we're done. Oh God. No. I, please don't tell me this stuff. I don't I, it doesn't work. So it, <laughs> it definitely generates cool results for certain things. But if you try to get too specific, it's like you almost need 
a really incredibly talented designer to actually work with mid-journey art to make it into the thing that you want. Because sometimes it'll produce something really like insane, um, like campaign imagery. What do you think of like perfumers using AI or, you know, when brands say like, this is like AI skincare, like, like I've, well, I to mean, test so, out molecules and things yeah. like that. That like oh, like what 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 are they doing? Um, they'll How use is AI ins- helping. Like a perfumer, instead of like I have to create a lily of the valley accord, they'll you know run it through the AI so they can find the molecules without having to do all that work. It's like art. It's an artist's tool. It's like a tool. And I think if we think of yeah, it as another artist, it's, that's, that's like that's asking someone like a hundred years ago if Google would bother them rather than going to the library and looking up by, looking so it up it's by more, hand. It's and, just so, like, I don't really I don't understand what I AI is. Number one, I mean I do, but I also <laughs> don't. Like AI is only as smart as the thing that to our a few last week, did you, a few guys like in Seattle have like told fed it. Like it doesn't know everything. It only knows the things that like a few probably white straight guys, if we're being honest, like have like no, put and, into and that's it. that's one of the big controversies around AI. And there's a that's big why they're discussion. shitty at eyewitness beauty merch. <laughs> Yeah, and there there was a big discussion on Reddit around like when you type in when you're they're given because there's a whole Reddit like mid journey prompts where people help each other like author the best prompts to get the best results and there's been a lot of discussion on what like what mid journey thinks is a beautiful woman they all look the same oh my they're God. all they all look like mm. a Darnaris to Targaryen from you know oh, and it's obviously there's white nerdy guys. <laughs> you know like inventing or like that are planting the seed for ai to learn from and that's why they all look like the thing i do like about ai or anything like (laughs) this where it kind of gives the power to the brand or to the person trying to create something um is it does level a certain amount of the playing field like i think i'm always whatever i've started a company like it's such a privilege because we've raised money from outside investors to be able to have a good campaign photo shoot if you have to have a model if you have to have two models and in like 2024 you have to have all different color models all different size models like you have to be and want to be entirely inclusive you know in your in your visuals but what the sort of like unfortunate but what are you supposed to do hire diverse people but that's I, I no no i'm not <laughs> saying make it's them not, up online no i'm not Ooh. saying you but i'm saying it's financially impossible like if you think about, okay, a model, let's say every model, let's average it, is 25, no, $3,000 per model per day, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, and then you need multiple hair and makeup people who could be, you know, $1,500 each a day. So that's $6,000 per model per, you know, that all of a sudden, and then we need five models. And, this and then is going that's back- a three-day shoot. This so is going like back now to, we're to you know. Jess's hot take, where it's, where it's like people are so quick to judge that brands feel this pressure to be like, okay, all of our campaigns are going to have eight people that that every check every box, and so right. they're probably being pushed to like you know maybe there was that campaign I posted on Threads where it was like a a indie brand like one of the French like hot girl brands um, that did an AI campaign and it was they did have like an, a racially ambiguous model and it felt very like. I don't know. I was like, what? 
I don't know. This feels like morally wrong for some reason. You know, like the founder is not that. The founder is just like a yeah. white girl. You know, so it's like. Yeah. But I, I kind of understand the impulse. The principle because democratizing. It is, yeah. Yeah, the process. Yeah, and that you want people to be able to feel seen in yeah. what you're creating and to feel included and invited, but at the same time, the spirit like, is good. The dollar amounts to make that happen for like a tiny brand, you know. Oh my god! But AI, god. the plus side, so the anti-hot the plus side, Annie's hot yeah. take is Wait, that it better can look help good. democratize visuals. And I do think, yes. or you can, yeah. or you can cast your campaigns by spending all of your money on models that are diverse and have an employee be the basic white girl in all your campaigns and <laughs> you don't have to spend money on her are we speaking to a person? and you can use that person uh, case study that you know in, in, <laughs> in perpetuity <laughs> listen i am very like i love having cool photos of myself but anyway it's just a it's just a tactic just an idea that's funny i worked on a little brand and one of and the, the employees were the models yeah they all happen to be good looking and that is a good way to save money, or you just plug them into Mid Journey, and digitally, that is something. Like, repeat them. That's a hot tip for young employees. Like, if you're being asked to model, just maybe that's not part of. If that's not part of your job description, then don't be taken you know. advantage of. Yeah, I think your hot take makes sense with visuals for sure. I don't know AI in pharma and AI in medical and all the other uses for it. I, I gotta like applaud so. But mid journey. Although you know AI will make up a study if, like Lars Marie from SUP was saying this like a few months ago, like somebody did a, a like a researcher typed into AI like wanted AI to do a an equation for them, mm -hmm. and it came back with the wrong answer, and the researcher knew the right answer. He was like testing. Oh, this it. was like ChatGPT or something. Yeah, and then yeah, okay. he asked it, "How did you get to this answer?" And then it cited a journal. That was made a, up. A scientific journal. It made everything Ghost up. Ghost in the machine. Isn't that like crazy? A, the Journal of Medical Studies. No, there was a lawyer who put in a brief, and then they, it was citing cases that weren't real. And of course, they were fined and everything. Like, <laughs> So let's, we should pump the brakes. So human. what we've learned is we need to pump the brakes on AI. It only knows a few things. It only knows like, think about how many things you could have fed into it. It's a baby. It's a baby. Yeah. It's a baby. It's a little baby. This, when we have our 12-month check-in <laughs> to see how pleasing is doing, we'll see how AI is doing as well. Mm -hmm. I think this leads to me. Mine's probably going to be pretty controversial. Going to go a little wellness on this. I feel like okay. throughout my entire career as a beauty editor, if I hear one more pe person like get really excited about water, and I go to like dinners <laughs> with people, and they're just like, you just got to hydrate. Like it's so smug. They're so smug, these What's water drinkers. I, I am so and and this is they love their water. Why do they love their water so much? It's like the cool girl answer to everything, every model you've ever interviewed. And then oh to top it all off, this is where I get up on my little like rant. What's up with Almonds. the Stanley cups? Oh. I, that's 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 another, I, like another this tip. might be me yeah. like aging myself and I understand mm, like a careful, status. Careful. No, I no, I understand a status item. Careful, Jen. <laughs> I don't know if you want to go here with Stanley I'm Cups. Here. I'm going. Are they going to come for me? I don't know. But so, yeah, I understand. Understand a like a status jewelry, status fashion, status beauty. The status water cup is not a thing I saw coming. I'm sorry. And I've and I've I've been reading about kids getting bullied because they have like the Walmart version <laughs> of it. And he does not do not can know I ask what a, I can I ask a can I ask a question about Stanley Cups? Yes. This is also called like educate a millennial, this okay. like hour we're spending together. Okay, so 
there's i know that there's like a frame around this educate like a little like a branded thing educate a millennial i know that there are those like gallon you know water bottles that say like keep on going you're doing great because like you're supposed to get about i have one in my amazon car dumb number that you don't really need but go on yes correct so i know that that exists a stanley water bottle to me doesn't look like it fits nearly enough water to the make a gallon. Takes up half of the volume that you would be filling right. with water. And then it fits in a it fits in like the car, you know, water or like the the drink oh, holder. So okay. like the bottom is like small again. So anyway, my question is like how much water how many times do you have to go through a Stanley and like is it really to any reach this like mythical is it, number of ounces? Yeah, like is it actually increase is it just is it just a water bottle or is it big is it containing more like enough water to get you half like of your goal. I like that you're trying like, to what? apply logic to this purely yeah, like, I was like, why trends. is he asking these questions? Like, who is he expecting answers from? Like, somebody on this, like, screen? No I one here know. has a Stanley? No. They're for kids. They're, How much not, is a Stanley? They're, like, $45 Okay, I'm looking right now. They're $45, and I'm going to tell you because you want to know how many ounces. And by the way, this is the thing has been debunked about that you need 64 ounces of water a day. Doctors will tell you that's not true. You drink when you're thirsty and you're fine. Like it's Last time I drank water was, like, four weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have sizes. They have sizes. But, like, it looks like the cool one is the 40-ounce one because that was Wait, you have Jen, website. you have to look this up because I looked this up the other day because I was reading mm. the Stanley article in your mag. There was a link to like, there's even accessories that hold snacks. Look up Stanley, like snack holder. It's like I a sidecar this... no, <laughs> for your Stanley. No, you're going to die. You're going to die. I thought this was like <gasps> a spoof. No. It sits on top. Yeah, it looks like something that holds like pet treats or something. Oh and my God. And they show grown adults with a Stanley. First of all, if you're a grown adult with a Stanley, like tell me everything, okay? Then it's... We already have a forty-five dollar. You're water drinking bottle, okay? the straw through it, and then there's your crackers and your cheese and all these but things it, around it. it like your the little size of a frisbee. Top. Yeah, and then you could have snacks on the side. That I don't is understand. so wild. I live such a different life. I'm just realizing how rich my friend Claire is. How many Stanley? Because of how many Stanley she I went, has? Yeah, I went to her family's lake house. All they have. There's no styrofoam cups. You know, it's a lake house, Everything so it's like casual. Family. Take it to the lake. They, they had branded Stanleys. They had family Stanleys. And they had whole cabinets of Stanley insulated cups. That's all we did all weekend was we put special ice in the Stanley. I mean, why do you need, I, do I don't know why anyone ice. needs an insulated cup. Like, well, so what I like if about... You're going, like, well, if you're going ki- kayaking on the lake. I guess. It, it's a lake nice. house. I, I At the time, I thought it made sense. I was like, this is a perfect use case for a Stanley. Uh, the, you know, it I guess like a sporting thing. Did Stanley come up at the same time as the like sort of like making your daily water trend on TikTok where it's like these people who may or may (laughs) not have like complicated uh, relationships with food where they're like, okay, like come make my drink with me. This one I call unicorn piss. And it's like (laughs) I add in like, you know, zero calorie you know, high C this one, and then I add crystal light this one, There's and they like have the ice makers the where it and the yeah, and it's just like this disgusting fake sugar concoction, and they're like, I've lost fifty five pounds on this. I don't know enough about that trend to speak to that, but um, that sounds like plausible. But I also know there's like ten year olds and thirty year olds who are into this. So like I don't know. And we're only putting water in it. 
Yeah, they bring it to school. I wasn't allowed to have a it, drink in did, school. Yeah, did something happen with schools to where they're making kids bring water bottles with them? I couldn't Is that have like a on cell the phone. list of things? I mean, there weren't cell phones, but I couldn't have a cell phone. I didn't have I didn't have water. You just had yourself. We just had a carrier pigeon, and, and if you lost that carrier pigeon <laughs> freshman year, you didn't have any way to contact anyone for the rest until you graduated <laughs> high school. I, I didn't have anything. We had Capri Sun in my world. I don't know. But I, now kids aren't – I think in a very privileged class of kids, you don't – the parents, like, freak out if you bring out juice. Like, I had juice, and the, one of the parents was like, oh, yeah. juice. Like, it's like – because it's too much sugar, and the kids should just have I went on a preschool so. tour, and they said they don't allow juice. Stop, really? Nick. In the school. They don't allow you to send this your kids to juice my hot to school. Take. Not, not even an honest juice? Not even an honest juice. Not even an honest juice. Not Next even a buy, calorie-free, <laughs> monk fruit, nothing. Really? What's their yep. thinking on that? Just like how? I think that it's it's not good for kids. Like it give, causes like a sugar crash, and I don't know. Is I mean, allowed? who knows? Yeah, I think so. But like, if you're putting milk in your kids' like thermos and sending them to school for the day, that's a that's a you know, a philosophy a, that I can't get milk behind. in a Stanley, <laughs> forty <laughs> ounces of forty ounces of milk, <laughs> sitting in your car cup holder. <laughs> Wait, so my hot tea is even hot. Everybody's in agreement with me. I like this. This is good. Yeah. No, it's like I, I, just drink your water in peace. You don't have to tell people about it. You don't have to flaunt it. Yeah. Side note: Did you guys see this thing on TikTok about the girl who's? was talking about her old roommate who is a quote-unquote very well-known Sports Illustrated model. Yes. Or, Vi- sorry, Victoria's Secret, Victoria's Secret model. Secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was, like, sort of spilling the tea about, like, her crazy habits <laughs> while they were living together as roommates. And I, whenever you, when you said the water thing, all I think about is the articles that probably every single person on this Zoom was required to write at some point during our yeah. journalism careers, which is, like... The in prepping for the Victoria's Secret fashion show, Candace Swanpole just drinks a lot more water. Uh-huh. I like though how they used to be honest about eating disorders. Remember they were like Beyonce only <laughs> drank cayenne pepper lemon lemon water oh, for yeah. six months oh. leading up until you know Wait, yeah, they were, yeah, everybody yeah. was like, Cool, where do I buy it? Wait, Annie, Annie, I remember like I used to love Us Weekly. Like I used to love buying it, like like I would buy it like like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Full price, yeah. So I'd buy it. You're a red-blooded human. Yeah, exactly. And I would buy it, and it would always have, like, the different diets, like, in the back, and it would be, like, the Jessica, like, Jessica Simpson, Jennifer Aniston, like, Jennifer Aniston, the same salad forever and ever, like, chickpeas, blah, 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 blah. Jennifer Aniston, like, boiled chicken, blah, blah, blah. And, like, they would <laughs> give you, basically, a prescription to everyone's, like, I'll just say specific ways of eating. And like no one questioned this. I do remember, and I will always love this. Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried, she was very honest, and I think she still is in her interviews. She was like, "I'm always hungry, I'm always hungry," and Julianne Moore too. Like, but they like major they, snub, major Academy Award snub. Did she Julianne not? Moore. Did she not get? I, I I didn't see. Did she not get nominated? It, I don't think that movie got nominated for anything. I think mm. people had a lot. of... Oh no, um, best. Supporting actor, even he was amazing. The dad, yo, he he didn't get it. That hot, hot man. Wow. Nope. Anyway, sorry. All right, I didn't mean to interject. But no, I I appreciate it too when they're honest. Yeah, they were honest, but they were the anomaly. Where now I think it's flipped. Where it's like that kind of if, like, 
Imagine doing a story like that now. It would be like so strange. Okay, well, this is a segment that Andy and I came up with. And as the Jew, between the two of us, I'll take credit and responsibility for the joke that is in poor taste, which is Paula's choice. So sort of like Sophie's choice, but <laughs> the stakes aren't as high. Oh my God. And it's a difficult, it's, it's called like a very difficult decision between two options. Okay. Okay. And love, it's a sure. game yeah, yeah, yeah. that we love, that you love dearly. I want um, Paula and so to come thought... on right now and do, <laughs> do Oh, we've, we've played, we've played it with Paula herself. Okay. I don't know how funny she yeah, thought it was. She's a riot. We love but Paula. this is a beauty version called Paula's Choice, and it starts now. Okay. Okay. Starts I'm going to start with sort of the easiest. I think the easiest one for you guys, but maybe not. Mascara or lipstick? Mascara, though. Like you yeah. would get rid of it, or you would keep it. Keep it. That's your choice. You keep it. It's the yeah. thing you keep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keeping mask. I'm also keeping mascara. Yeah. Not your red lip. I know, and it's pretty. It's pretty much my thing. A red lip too, but. I just feel like I look more awake and refreshed, and I could just put some pleasing big balm on my lips instead. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Retinol or Becuchiol? Paula don't want neither over here. I pass on both. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think like either's fine. I'm not like super like crazy about either. It's like whatever. You're I like fine to with get retinol. Pers- I like to get personal with the- with these. Uh, okay. So I have one. For, I don't want to pick on you, Jess, but um, I did go through your Instagram. Mm. Official Riomi yeah. broth, yeah. face broth, yeah. or French vanilla cappuccino from Wawa. <laughs> I was like, I don't think we carry a French vanilla skincare product. Um, I've been listen. I just met Riom. I've been hanging with Wawa since I was a baby. I love you, Joanna, but I gotta, I gotta hang with Wawa. Oh, Wawa's seen me through some <laughs> tough days. Whoa, I was not expecting that answer. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. All right, love you, Joanna. You're right. You're right behind me. Right behind the Wawa. Okay. Okay. REM Beauty or House Labs? Like as a as a person, like yeah. as like a, as a fan, like I much prefer Lady Gaga. He's not asking Ariana or oh, or no Stephanie. I think that's a real name. Do I not put that. words in my mouth. <laughs> He's asking. Brandy. I'm asking. I'm, I'm asking like, about. I'm asking you to in, to separate the artist from the art. Yes. Uh, sometimes we have to do that. It's very painful, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's very painful. I like the way REM Beauty looks better, but I, it's more difficult for me because I really like Lady Gaga. Okay, but R.E.M. Beauty. This is truly the spirit of Sophie's choice. Mm-hmm. No, Paula's choice. I was going to keep Sorry, house. Sorry, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I was going to keep now, house. Now, why are you keeping house? Because so many makeup artists have told me that they really, really like those foundations. And yeah. Oh, really? People yeah. People love those formulas. And I have not gotten my hands on one yet, but I've been wanting to try it for that very reason. I do, but R.E.M. is literally down there. I have one of her lip products. So, but I'm, I'm going with house. I'm going with house. Also, also, here's the other thing. Just hates this game. I fucking hate it. Okay, so <laughs> have you like heard like about how? I'm sure you have because you guys are both in beauty. I feel like House Labs like it's not had its day. It had its. It had multiple days to I feel get like, its shit together. <laughs> I feel like it now it's doing Amazon. well. 
it rebranded then but it like went into sephora I just feel like I want to see it. I think you want more the moment, from it. Yeah, it could be, could be amazing. I think she yeah. needs to wrap herself up in a literal cocoon. Yeah, and metamorphosize because I don't need to be seeing her in any drug commercials, like stomping on her piano, telling me about migraines. I don't insane. like. I don't need her like with her mid. That you commercial know, might be a mid-journey pout, creation. Being, like, we're ready for her next concealer. Like, I, I'm like, I want her, I want Bradley to go over and be like, darling. <laughs> in the I, bathtub. Okay, I will ready? cast you in my next film, but we're going to. Okay, fix. Baccarat Rouge or Santal 33? What year is it? Is it right? It's current. It's current. 2024, year of our Lord. I'm going to choose Santal. Because if I'm in a club in New York again and I have to be surrounded by something, I'll make it be Santal instead of the sweet, sweet fumes of Baccarat Rouge. Jess, go ahead. I think I'm going to go with Baccarat. Okay. And then our final one. Mm. And I've just been wanting to compare these two people because they're like all my For You pages about. Gypsy Rose or Natalia Grace. Okay. (laughs) This is getting really dark, Nick. I think you got confused in what game we're playing. We're just it, it is, it's choice. just which story are we choosing? Uh, this to is a bad follow one for most... you to end on because I don't really know what you're talking about. Well, what? Gypsy, killed That's Gypsy the right Rose. Answer. That is the right Gypsy answer. Rose Blanchard? That was a test. I don't know what you're talking you about. I, there's a group Am chat I that I'm in and they're the talking about Gypsy Darkest Rose, person that's ever existed. And I don't, and I'm not paying attention to what they're talking about because I don't know what they're talking about. It's like, okay. it's true crime world. It's like, I don't know. What, it's, yeah. Well, Gypsy Rose was the one who just got uh, paroled and she like helped her husband, her boyfriend kill her mom who was doing Munchausen's by proxy no. on her. Natalia Grace was this a orphan. No, please okay. Stop. Anyway, I have one more because we can't end, we on, can't that end on that note. <laughs> we cannot end on that note. <laughs> I um, love, please stop. <laughs> <clears throat> colored contacts or lip filler. I have to I've keep, done keep one before. Oh. We're keeping one. Do I? Are you, are you insinuating that I have them? No, I'm just saying that if you could only if you could only have one of them. How about I go um, first? While I, which would you thinks. prefer? Oh, you're ready, Jess. Go ahead. Go. I'm ready. I would have a touch, a little baby, little bit of baby lip filler, little baby lip. I too will keep the lip filler. I feel like I'm gonna go there someday, and so I want it to be available to me when I'm ready. Are people really attached to color contacts? Yeah. yeah. That, that, really? It's a huge thing. Yeah. I mean, like I, someone that I know who's not weird yesterday. I had them in 2006. I did have them in 2006. What color Me were too. you? Because you have beautiful green eyes. What were you making them? Oh my God, Jen. You went violet, I wanted to make purple. No, I wanted to like make them like pop with this like weird aqua overlay and then my ex-boyfriend saw me in the park and he was like are you wearing colored contacts and i was like no (laughs) i'm just hoping that the like technology gets good enough that you can't tell because right now you can still really tell but i actually think that they're they're, yeah but much more widely used i think all the kardashians use them on the show 
Oh my god. What? Really? Yeah. It's the it's the beauty treatment no one's talking about. For the iris ring, so that just darkens your I forget what the name of that part of the eye is. But like so your eye color doesn't change, but if you're That's the, the one I had. Yeah. It, it was like that very subtle. Because that's supposed to be a sign wow. of beauty when you have a very dark ring around your iris. If you look at beautiful eyes, you'll see like like my boss had these beautiful blue green eyes and it has a dark ring and like people pay for that. You're like you said, but oh, Aaron with the lip fill. Yeah, everyone Aaron. She, yeah, she, she had told oh my me God. once what it yeah. was called. Huh. I forget the name of it. Beautiful. Interesting. Anyway. All right, lip filler. Hmm. Thanks for playing. Thanks Thank for you. having us on the, your game. We have a game for you. It's not really a game. It's our Fat Mascara 5, which we do with all of our guests. So this is Fat Mascara 5. First thing that comes to mind, Nick, you can go first. First beauty product you ever ever used. Cherry chapstick. Um, I would eat it, so I my parents stopped giving it to me. <laughs> Annie, what about <laughs> you? It was Lip Smackers, like a vanilla scented uh, sparkly gloss. Well, you guys are meant to be podcast partners. Okay, what's the, no cheating, what's the last thing you purchased today? Or maybe it was yesterday, but. Fishwife. <laughs> what did you? Coffee? I always get a coffee. Yeah. And, that's and, like my one human interaction I have per day. <laughs> well done. No, I said fly by Jing and Fishwife have a smoked salmon, chili crisp, tinned fish collaboration. You literally, that, that was the last thing you bought. You're not just. Yeah, today, with us. this morning, oh, no. You are. Oh my gosh. Okay. This goes to that as well. What's your favorite snack? Oh God. I have to. I can't have them in my apartment because I will eat an entire bag. But um, there's a grocery chain in this in Texas called HEB, and they make fresh tortillas at the stores. And they sell them if you go at the right time of day. You go and you can buy like a piping hot like pile of tortillas. And I just like to you get the butter mm. kind. You take them home and they're like soft and warm, and you roll them up oh. and you just like can eat a whole bag. That's delicious. What about you? Nick? Um, I would say. Any tortilla chip. Oh, copy. You're you guys are so, are so complimentary. I'm loving how... Yeah, so sweet. Yeah, it's real sweet. Okay. Optimal temperature for beauty sleep. Is that a real question? Because I just bought the eight sleep. No. Where did you... That like $2,500 like cooling system. Mm-hmm. I just had it. Somebody is, because... that... <laughs> is that how our Patreon account got depleted? <laughs> No, I spent my own money on it. Don't think I didn't try to email the PR and ask for a free one. He was like, sorry. Um, <laughs> this beauty but... brought to you by. No. Okay, so what temperature yeah, no. do you set this thing to? So I realized that as cold as I thought I wanted it, I actually can't handle it. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's so cold. Like, and it's, and it's more just like, it feels like almost like stinging because you're like back is just cold. Oh my God. Um, so it turns out that I'm like probably like a 69 or 70 degree person oh, okay but you were trying to save energy by getting this thing so you don't have to put the air conditioning on to that number i imagine yes and i was just like waking up like <laughs> yeah nick was trying sweaty. to save totally energy. that's it <laughs> that is 100 percent it oh, i'm gonna Nick's actually record that and tell my husband that yeah oh okay so like a 69 and and annie your optimal temperature a little bit cooler than that, but I can't. I, I've tried colder and it's disruptive. But I like having a warm body next to me where I can like touch my leg to. So like a sixty-five get... with a ninety-degree mm. person next to you. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, that's cold. Yes. That's, yeah. too, that's way too cold. Way too cold. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Last question. I was going to ask you guys who played you, who would play you in a movie, but I've already heard you two talk about that a little bit. So I'm going to go with, if you wrote a memoir, 
and someone had to do the audiobook, what actor's voice would you like? Liam Neeson. <laughs> do you want to expand on that, Nick? Oh, no, I just, <laughs> no. <laughs> I just think, I mean, Taken, you know, iconic voice. One of the worst oh. movies of all time. I watched that for the first time the other Hot day, take. and I couldn't under i didn't i was like i was like is this a joke like is this a joke it's actually universally like beloved as a like kind of like a like a listen to me very carefully yeah yeah exactly don't you want that person hearing about whenever my boring ass life i want liam to come on the line and be like here's what you're gonna do Yep. Yeah, I think it's an excellent choice. Thank Nick you. has a very special set of that, that's, to- that's totally fine <laughs> that you have industry. that like that yep. like daddy savior fetish, but like it yes. doesn't make that movie a good movie. I will say Liam Neeson. Listen, I've you know what's the movie where he plays um, the good Nazi? Schindler's List. Sh- Schindler's List. Schindler. <laughs> oh my god! Never seen a hotter like Nazi. <laughs> no, I did not say that historical figure and then then i then i imprinted myself on oscar schindler and who's not a hot guy but i was like after liam neeson played him i like am weirdly attracted to oscar schindler who's not so he has the daddy and you have the hero complex you guys are i have the tall the tall hero hero complex well mine is more from a marketing perspective um is jenny from blackpink or devin lee carlson just because i know it it'll everybody will listen Smart. <laughs> you're right. You're just trying to get some more. I want their marketing. audience. Yeah. You just sold a bunch Wait, of it's, it's not, you're not a Blackpink super fan. It's just that you know that you will get like half the world to clicks. Correct. Smart she lives girl. in a world of just Smart clicks girl. and impressions. I don't even know what they I do. Are they like a dance troupe? Do they do they, songs? They, say, they sing and they dance. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so authentic to your voice, Annie. <laughs> I, I love their following. Um, <laughs> Nick, Annie, Jess. This has been thank you, guys. super fun. Thank, thank you. We should do quick products of the week and then let you all go. What do you have? I made it through my ref, Refy, R-E-F-Y, brow gel, and I actually decided I didn't really like it in the end because it's very white and it was taking forever to dry in my brows. Um, maybe the formula over time got a little bit but your More. brows are so thick and bushy that like it probably, it's like it's like someone with really long hair whose like hair doesn't really dry until like 3 p.m. I'm just picturing it like taking extra long for your brows to dry because of how like luscious they are. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, it gets caught behind the little gates up here. <laughs> so anyway, in the end, it was just taking it, it became um, not the not the brush and go brow gel that I need. I live near a Jones Road beauty store. And so I stopped in and got the brow gel. And I like it. It's not too, it is, it does dry stiff, but it's not crunchy and it doesn't. And I asked the guy, I said, is this going to dry and turn white and flake? And he said, no. So I said, I mean, as you I know, you, I love gonna... Jones Road bronzing gel. So this checks out that Bobby Brown. Turns out, turns out Bobby Brown really knows what she's talking about with makeup, which we knew all along. With, I tried the bronzing gel upon your suggestion at the yeah. store. I didn't like the color. It was too... But then I saw she has like a very creamy pot foundation that comes in way more colors. And I might try one of the darker shades of that as a bronzer. How much is the, how much is the eyebrow gel going to run us? I have no idea. I just played with my phone. I don't know. 
under 30. <laughs> what would you guess? You've, you've purchased in this brand before. Yeah, 20, under 30 for sure. 20, 23. No, 28. Probably like 24. Let's say 24. We're going to check. It's $24. Uh, $24. You know, wow. I've been in this business way too long. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was crazy. That was really crazy. Um, anyway, so two uh, two days strong, no flaking, um, and they look. I mean, it's the right amount of hold. Can I ask a question? What is the purpose of a of like a clear brow gel? Like, do your brows look better when they're like a certain way? Yeah. Well, so it's just like with bedhead. If I sleep on my brows, they will get. R- like rumpled crumpled during the night mm-hmm. and they will mm-hmm. face all different directions. So it helps smooth them out. Sometimes I'll have to, if, sometimes I'll have to pluck one cause it just won't go with the others. So I'm like, okay, you gotta go. And then also like if I knock them, if I, any uh, contact will move them during the day. And so having a little hold just helps them from getting too disheveled. I'm like now just buying everything on Jones Road. I'm going to buy the cleansing stick. I'm going to buy the clear brow gel. What else? Yeah, I let me buy? know how you like the cleansing stick. Is it like a makeup remover or what? Well, it's a travel-friendly solid oil cleanser that effectively dissolves makeup and removes impurities without stripping the skin of essential oils. You Could I use that even if it's not? Rem- oh, okay. But like if you wear if you wear sunscreen, if you put on a sunscreen or something, you might. I don't. Wanna... <laughs> oh. Nope. Nope. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. As always, we are available to check in with at Eyewitness Beauty on Instagram, and hi at Eyewitness Beauty, Annie at Eyewitness Beauty, Nick at Eyewitness Beauty, and um, we are produced by Jonathan Cornman at friend of a pod and edited by aj mosley i was gonna say stick around and we'll be right back but i don't know where that comes from we'll see you next week